Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, I got my ex back, but didn't want to keep her anymore. So if you are familiar, hopefully, and you've read 3% Man, my first book, then you know that there were women that I wrote about that I screwed up with and eventually later on got the chance to date them even though I didn't stay with them long term. And personally for me, when you want somebody and you're obsessed about them and then they don't want to be with you or you lose them and because of your behavior and they ditch you and then you turn it around because you apply what's in 3% man and then you actually get to experience having a relationship with them and then you're the one that rejects them down the road that is really good for your self-esteem and it was really good for my self-esteem because I went from believing that I wasn't worthy to knowing that I was worthy because I got to have the experience I wanted as opposed to just thinking, damn, I missed out on that girl. It's probably going to be a few more years until I meet somebody else that I have that kind of connection with and that kind of chemistry and obviously that kind of attraction with. And that's not a fun thought. But when you can walk away from that and say, man, that was amazing. It was great to have that experience, but I don't want it anymore. You feel better about yourself and that helps your confidence and that helps your self-esteem because now you're at choice with your life. You get to choose who stays and who goes. And so I've, I've got an email success story from a guy who got an ex back and you'll see that what she did to him is unforgivable and it tells us everything about her character but at the end of the day he got the experience attracting her back and then ultimately he didn't stay with her and then he talks about everything how it's how everything in his life is great now so he's read three percent man i believe he's also read mastering yourself my second book on self-reliance and then obviously we got the third book just came out quotes ruminations and contemplations available everywhere and in audiobook format so with that said i've got a quote that i wrote and then we'll go through his email and the quote says rejection tends to breed obsession when emotions are involved in romance we usually will override all logic and reason to justify all kinds of intolerable acts indiscretions abuse neglect and a lack of integrity human beings make romantic decisions and purchasing decisions based upon emotions and use logic and reason to justify said choices because love is allowing giving and acceptance we tolerate the intolerable to our own de detriment self-love and self-respect make sure you only spend your time with people who are good to you good for you and good for your soul. So critically important. You are who you associate with. So he says, hey coach, I wanted to share my story about getting my ex back. This was in 2019. My ex and I decided to move into an apartment after two years of dating. He seems to have waited a good amount of time, which was great. I don't know if he was familiar with my work back then. That may have been what led him to my work. I can't remember. We both thought it would be swell, but we ended up breaking up after only two months into the lease. Now, why would that happen? Well, we're about to find out. 
After moving in together, I became complacent and stopped dating and courting her. So before I tell you what happens, so when I'm doing phone sessions with guys that are having problems in long-term relationships, there's usually one of two reasons. They stopped dating and courting her or they didn't communicate with her properly. In other words, she didn't feel heard and understood. And when a woman feels heard and understood, legs open. And when they don't, they close. So he said, I became complacent and stopped dating her, which caused her to cheat on me with a coworker. We had a big argument and I kicked her out that same night. I was left to pay for an apartment I could barely afford. Good for you for having the guts to kick her to the curb. Why? Because she belongs to the streets, baby. The streets were calling. But again, this is what happens when you don't date and court a woman properly. A woman with integrity and knows how to communicate like an adult will work it out with you. A woman who doesn't will go fuck somebody else. It is what it is. But this is why you date. This is why you test drive the vehicle before you sign in the dotted line. Because it can be very expensive if you make a bad purchasing decision on the person that you choose to spend your life with. I had to work a second job just to stay on top of things. I would be depressed for weeks and even begged for her back. Damn, dude, it started off so good. Suggesting things will be different, but she shot me down multiple times. He says, I know, cringe moment. Well, at least you recognize it. And that's the important thing. That's what self-reliance is, is saying, I'm a screw up. I messed up. I'm going to take 100% ownership of all my screw-ups, and I'm going to resolve to become a better human being. I then found your work, 3% Man, which you can read for free in the members area of my website, and listened to the audiobook religiously for nine times. Dude, 10 to 15 times, bro. If that's all you've read, you're cutting corners, and you're going to pay later, I promise you. It's not going to be pleasant. I've done thousands of phone sessions over the years and guys that don't read it to 10 to 15 times, they think, I got this. Wait till you get into a relationship again. Then you'll know how well your knowledge is. It doesn't usually come out just in pickup and dating. During this, I worked on myself and started to hit the gym and eat a cleaner diet. After 16 days of focusing on myself, I got a text from her asking if she had any mail. I told her yes and to meet me at a bar down the street from where our apartment was. I would have had her come over right out of Seven Principles getting next back. But he met her at a bar. Violated the... It, see, the thing with Seven Principles getting next back, it's not ironclad in stone. It's all guidelines. But the important thing for the guidelines to work is you must understand the philosophy. If you're trying to apply it like a robot... Your results are going to be less than ideal. you got to become the person you want to attract, and you have to fill in your knowledge gap. Keep in mind, at the time, I had been posting very actively on social media, showing my training in the gym and at the gun range. Well, by the time you guys see this, I will be sweating my balls off on the gun range with the mocha bear, Running and gunning because it's like Africa fucking hot down here in the swamp. But you know what? It's going to be exciting.
Love it. Love it. Our, when we shoot so much, the guns get so hot, you just you have to set them down, let them cool off for a bit. And that's what I love about training with John, kineticconsulting.net, is because, you know, especially when you're on private lessons, he really pushes your ass. I mean, we, we'll, we'll sometimes go through 500 rounds of 5.56 five, and 509 millimeter just in four hours. It's a lot of fun, but you get better really fast. Anyways, I digress. I love talking about guns and with people who love guns. I met her at a bar and we started to catch up. Our interaction felt very familiar and we just talked like each other's best friends. Later into the night, I would tell her that I accidentally left her mail at the apartment and invited her to join me in my car to come pick up her mail and hang out at the apartment for a little while. Oh, after some more talking, a new song came up that she loved. I stood up and grabbed her hand and invited her to dance. The magic formula is hang out, have fun, and hook up, and it works even for the ex. While dancing, I just knew she was right for it, and I went for the kiss. She kissed me back with intense passion. Needless to say... We had an incredible evening. We went out two to three times again after that. During those dates, I was able to read all the signs that a woman subtly puts out there for guys. Yeah, I'm telling you, when you learn the body language, when you act like a man, going to parties, being out in public, the things that you see and the things that women do around you is like, there's a lot and naughty girls in this world. That's all I got to say about that. Things like she would look at my lips and I would kiss her. She would lightly bump my hands while we walked, so I would then take her hand and hold it. Inside, I would be chuckling because this was the first time ever I was able to accurately read a woman's body language. You're welcome. I was 24 years old at the time. It takes out all the guesswork. This, The cheat codes are in here, my friends. And the life cheat codes are in mastering yourself, even though a lot of people tend to get butthurt at the politics. After the second date, I could tell her attraction level was already at a nine. She was in love with me, but I was still hurt that she cheated, and I didn't want to be in a relationship with someone like her. Because she belongs in the streets! After reading your work, I found out she was a bad communicator. Well, she does belong to the streets after all. Don't try to turn a hoe into a housewife. Are you a hooker? I too. I was too, but I'm better now. She was devious, passive aggressive, and secure. That sucks, but it's not your problem. It's not your fault. She was that way before you met her. That is the work of her parents and her family. So congratulations to them for fucking their daughter up. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that do that in this world. But we're working to change that. So before she reached that magical 10 in the attraction level, I told her that I didn't want anything serious. And I was also seeing other women on the side. Well, I mean, fair is fair. After all, she was seeing another man on the side. She had a side piece, one of her coworkers. She took this to heart and got angry with me. 
Revenge is a dish best served cold. Then she became flaky and would call me randomly with drama from her friends and family in the middle of the night, which I did not answer any of the calls or texts late at night. Then I would get back to her the next day. Yes, because your life is a drama-free zone. So let the drama blow over and then be like, hey, babe, how are you? The next day. Eventually, she ended up moving back to the East Coast with her family. Bye-bye now. Fast forward to today. I've read many of your works and all the other books that you recommend. I quit my stable nine to five job to pursue my dreams in the firearms industry. God bless America. Here's the reality. It's the sacred duty of every American to be armed, to be safe, and to be competent with firearms. That includes rifle. That includes pistol. Period. The founding fathers intended that everybody, the whole body of the American people, as they said, be armed. We are the militia of the people. There's a there's somewhere around over 100 million people that have guns now. It's the largest private army in the world. That's how we keep our freedom. And it, whether you like it or not, whether you like guns or not, everybody's supposed to be armed. So get your lazy ass to your local gun shops, get yourself a nice pistol with a nice red dot on it, get yourself a nice rifle set up, and train. There's so many retired and or former special forces guys that are in the gun community that know what they're doing, and they will teach you how to be amazing. I don't want to say too much. I might get myself into trouble. But anyways, they will teach you how to handle yourself properly so your guns become an extension of you. Doesn't matter whether you like it or not. That was the founding father's intent. Cry more because I don't care, you anti-gun weenies. I now work for an ammunition manufacturer. Freedom pellets. I love freedom pellets. I'm going to go through a lot of them right now while you guys are watching this. I'm going through a lot of them. It's a blast. Literally. And I also help people train to be better shooters to protect their families and the people around them. God bless you, bro. It's the sacred duty of every American to be armed, safe, and competent with firearms. If you got the money and you got the time, get your ass to the local gun shop and then go take some classes on how to properly use it, properly store it, unload it, load it. And anyways, well, I can't say what I really want to say. I'm in the best shape of my life and I've never felt this much clarity before with my personal life and in business. I meet girls pretty much anywhere and can strike up a conversation with ease. I just want to say thank you for all you do. You literally make the world a better place one student at a time. And by the way, we did a documentary on the history of the Second Amendment. So if you're so inclined, it's called the Second Amendment and it's on my YouTube channel. It's on the homepage. If you go to a search engine and you search Corey Wayne, the Second Amendment, it'll come up. It's the whole history. And it's also in Mastering Yourself, one of the reasons why the soy boy leftists get so upset when they read my book. They don't like empowered, self-reliant people. But cry more. Nobody cares. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to understandingrelationships.com. Click the products tab at the top of your screen. 
and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, live free or die!